Hey everyone, you're listening to Basketball Bash. I'm your host, Miles. My co-hosts for today's episode are my good friends, Clay and Peck. Today we'll be talking about which non-All-Star NBA player would we want to be and why. Peck has a great little uh, commentary on Steven Adams at the end, so make sure to stick with us until the end so that you will get your guaranteed laugh for this episode. All right, so let's get into what we missed out on that one time when we uh, were trying to record and we lost the recording. We're going to talk about our favorite players that we would want to be, but they're not all-stars. They can't be an all-star. I have chosen some different people than last time. Maybe you guys did too. Maybe you're sticking with who you chose, but... Peck, do you have anybody in mind? So I'm going to stick with my original one, which was CJ McCollum. Um, I, th- I might have mentioned him on the first podcast, but I'm a big CJ fan. And the reason I'm such a big fan of him, especially for not being an all-star, I mentioned how um, each time the all-star teams are picked and chosen, he never he never gets a whole lot of traction or consideration, even though I think he's one of the more widely respected shooting guards in the league. Um, but you just never hear him complain about being a snub or not getting that consideration when I think he's definitely worthy of it. And that's, like, pretty admirable, you know. Um, but he's a great scorer, incredibly skilled uh ball handler, mid-range game, pump fake, you know, he's crafty. So CJ's a lot of fun to watch. And then the one player that I didn't mention, and I don't know if this is cheating, but who I think will be a future all-star is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I think he's probably the most exciting. I mean, aside from Zion and, and Ja, the most exciting young player coming up. Um, again, a, a guy that's crafty around the rim and, you know, from that short intermediate range finishes really well, good ball handler, lengthy. So I think he's going to be fun to watch. And I don't know if it's cheating that he will be an all-star, but, but that's my, those are my two guys. Wait, do you have any, uh, retort to either of those or no. jump into um, your guys? I, I still love the CJ pick. Um, that's a really good one. He's really underappreciated too. His his value always jumps in the playoffs because he's just a shot like a, he's a tough shot maker. And so when things like when defenses hone in on people and like really like lock down, um, you, you end up taking a lot more difficult shots like in the mid range area and, and be able to hit those is huge. Um, so right. he's he's always been pretty underappreciated by a lot of people. So who who's your guy, Clay? Um, so what I still guys? like I still like my original pick, uh, Jason Williams, uh, White Chocolate, um, because he won a championship, and he's definitely always going to be a legend. Everybody knows him because of how flashy he played. Um, just a super fun player. Um, I would but, have loved if he grew up now, like in the YouTube era, just like oh his man, it would crazy like House of Highlights, yeah. yeah. The high school mixtape. Williams cooking with sauce. Man, yeah, the ball is life <laughs> stuff would have been insane. They would have been all over him. 
<laughs> but so one one thing I've looked on YouTube for that I have not found, I'm really looking for a Jason Williams um, blooper reel because <laughs> you're like actively I mean, seeking that out. Well, yeah, I'm actively seeking it out because you think of all the passes he throws behind his back, no look behind his head. How many of those have ended up in the first or second row in the stands? You know, just like you would think a good amount of them, right? Yeah. The dude was just not capable of throwing a regular chest pass. And so I really wanted to find a mixtape of all his turnovers and bloopers because I think they would almost be as entertaining. Hate to say I have yet to find it. I love uh, if you guys have you guys, you know, Julian Newman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kid that was like super tiny but made it onto like Fox News five years ago because he could dribble super fast. Yeah, <laughs> he has a, a like a low lights reel oh, really? on YouTube, and I think I've watched it oh, two or yeah. three times. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> that that one feels wrong because he's probably like what fourteen or fifteen or something. You know, I can't be making fun of a high school kid. No, I know I haven't seen all of that, but I know there's there was a clip that was going around every. I see it come around every once in a while of him just like over dribbling like a ton <laughs> yeah. um, between his legs, like back and forth, back and forth. Um, yeah, but he yeah, loses off the back of the shoe. That's basically my understanding of him. Like, I mean, that's, he's the he's the next from. professor. You know, he's gonna play <laughs> street ball somewhere and just break people's ankles and start a youtube channel so so miles at all the enjoyment you get from his low lights you're telling me you do not want to see a white chocolate low lights five minutes of behind the back passes to the wrong team <laughs> <laughs> like maybe he just didn't have them like okay if you're gonna say he has a montage of that then you almost have to say steve nash would have the same thing because he was flashy with his passes sometimes, but it's like Steve Nash, you could probably you feel like he probably didn't. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we I'm can't sure someone like tried to like make them two time MVP. I'm sure someone tried to like okay, make yeah. them. They yeah. could probably do it for both because they had enough turnovers. But like, yeah, I don't think like people are digging through that many games for that. <laughs> yeah. Go back through and watch all the white chocolate clips. <laughs> and make a montage of his turnovers. I'll take it upon myself. I will. I will go and do. People do that kind of stuff. I think I've seen a Dwayne Wade a uh, low light uh, <laughs> from some Mavs fan. <laughs> but yeah, Dwayne Wade's awesome. But I hated him in 2006. I couldn't stand that team, that that Heat team, which ironically is the whoa, Jason whoa. Williams championship team. Yeah. But wait, 2006 yeah. or 2012? Six. Because, or, or 11. 11. One of those. We played him in six, though. Yeah. 2006 is well, when he put the whole team on his back and just. That was a great team, man. That was that was a lot of fun, that series. It was really... The 2011 or 12 Heat, the Heatles, that's a team you can hate. But no, the first no, 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 Dwayne no. Wade one, that, that was, was very beloved. The, the foul baiting and the uh, play, like the refereeing in that series was atrocious it was it was real bad (laughs) 
I guess it would hurt worse if I was a Mavs fan. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, but um, well, it it doesn't help that we got swept by the Warriors through the the, the year following. That those two yeah. years in Mavs history. Oh, it was like Dirk, we Dirk's believe crime. Warriors. Oh yeah, I, that was Dirk's have, MVP season too. The 07 one. I know. I I have some uh, some deep seated feelings that are not positive about Baron Davis. <laughs> Oh, Him and Steven Jackson. Yes. I just, I still remember. I was, what? What was that? When was that, Clayton? 2008, right? So we were in eighth it grade. Was 07. Uh, 06, 07. Oh, okay. So what? We were like 13. I yeah. still remember Baron Davis. It was like right before halftime or something. Like Dirk and another player were closing out on him, and he was like three feet beyond the three point line, and he drilled it i'm like how and he like fell backwards like how did you make that shot yeah it felt like they were unstoppable that series and then it didn't help that don nelson like had just started coaching them and stopped coaching the Mavs. so like he knew he knew us (laughs) so well that it it was just a perfect storm and we yeah we had no chance it was bad that was good for the jazz that was uh the year i believe they went to the conference finals yeah, with the Darren Williams team. That was Darren Williams team. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. my favorite point. And right? Boozer. I, uh, okay, so since we brought up the 2011 team, I was trying to come up with some new players to list for those listening last time. It was uh, Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green, but I thought I'd get away from the Lakers. So Thank one you. of mine was uh, J.J. Barea. Not bad. Honestly, not bad. You know? <laughs> That's a good pick. Oh. <laughs> He's had a long career. He's from my yeah. play. Noted bronze stopper. His career. Yeah, exa- that was my main point. He broke LeBron James's brain in 2011. <laughs> and my, my other thing is, you know, I've had people in my past say, you know, Miles, if I was as tall as you, I'd be in the league. And to them, I say, if I was as short as you and J.J. Barea, I would be in the league. <laughs> well, if yeah, it didn't work out for me, unfortunately. <laughs> short, <laughs> short white if, guy. And I will, hey, I, will, I will die on this anyone, If there's uh, anyone I know who is like J.J. Barea, it's probably you, Peck. I mean, you, you're right there with me. No, I don't, I don't want that comparison. <laughs> I... The only comparison I want to J.J. Barea is that I'm pretty sure he's married to Miss Puerto Rico yeah. or something. So kudos to him. That's that's the only <laughs> boat I want to share with him. If you were like four inches taller, he would have been an all-star. I'll die on the hill. Definitely. He's, he's, super, <laughs> yeah. he's super underrated. He's one of the better offensive players in the league. The problem is he's like so short that like – he can't do as much around the rim. As well, that's like you know, to. that's the difference between him and Drogic. You know, Drogic yeah. has made an all-star team. They're the same player. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, he his height has limited him, and it's surprising he's been as good. But like, despite it, did you have a, a second guy, Clay? Um, so I did look up a couple of different people. Um, I was upset that I had forgotten about Monte Ellis, um, really? Mavs legend. You would choose Monte Ellis? Mavs legend, Monte. One of my you... favorite Mavs ever. No. no. One of my favorite Mavs ever. 
He's just so inefficient, and now he's really yeah, but like he was, you don't want he was that. really useful when he played for Dallas. Like he was a different player when he played for Dallas. I know he like um, led the team in scoring. First player to do that, and that wasn't Dirk. Whatever. Yeah, he was he was great here. I love Monte. Um, and then like I forgot a couple of international guys like uh, Kukoc and Sabonis. Um, Sabonis came over here kind of like. Um, we didn't. We didn't get to see like young, like super athletic Sabonis. Um, are, are you talking league. about Arvidas, the dad? Yeah, Arvidas. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, younger, younger Sabonis would have. Uh, you would have been eliminated because he was an all star this year. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he um, but no, his dad was. I mean, Jokic is now the best passing big man of all time. But like before Jokic arrived, uh, it was it was definitely Arvidas Sabonis. Um, I actually got caught in a uh, Arvidas Sabonis YouTube passing montage the other day. It was well worth my time, (laughs) but that was some uh, grainy old footage from Lithuania. And uh, whoever dug through all that footage better be the same person that pulls up the white chocolate (laughs) lowlights. It's it's a level of... uh, determination i've never seen before i watched 15 minutes of antonio's cleveland highlights and i i'm not sure if either (laughs) one of y'all know who that is which proves my point so yeah some people have a lot of time you might have (laughs) it sounds like you're one of them (laughs) definitely you know what yeah i'll watch that video that sounds great (laughs) definitely miles who you had uh your jj brea who else Okay, so uh, some other people have mentioned. I won't spend a lot of time on him though. Jarrett Allen came to mind. He went to UT. Um, I don't know, not great, but I like a defensive-minded guy. And uh, he's got a nice afro. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, he's like, not that the Nets' defense is amazing, but. He's like the anchor of that defense. He's had some cool blocks. Um, staying, and I thought of him because my, the first guy that I thought of was uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Because I feel like every time I watch him, I feel like he's really good. And I saw a clip of him just the other day too, which I thought was cool. And he was talking about, he set up like a GoFundMe and if he got like, two million dollars on it then he would like let the fans choose where he goes next for his contract and he was talking about it he's like i set a number that's not gonna be met and i'm even if it does get met i'm just gonna donate all the money to charity kind of thing and but um he was just kind of thinking about like ways to get his fan base involved that were really fresh and new so i thought that that was a cool take but beyond that another player that i really liked is uh and i would very similar in age. Just think this guy's a stud. Steven Adams. So that's oh, the guy that I'll actually talk about. I love Steven Adams. Steven Adams is awesome. He's a freaking man. He's just <laughs> super nice. You know, he broke Jason Plumley's fall like two years back. Caught him. <laughs> you know, he's just he's just a good guy who does his job and is in a small market and is underappreciated around the league, but I think he just does a really good job, even for someone who's like out 
of his era because he doesn't shoot threes or run super fast or whatever. But I just think he's he's a solid center. Nice guy. So I'm actually glad that you brought him up um, because I had a very embarrassing epiphany the other day. Um, on Twitter, Stephen Adams was trending and it said, Happy birthday, Stephen Adams. So I clicked on it and I thought, oh, man, Stephen Adams, he's got to be. He looks thirty. Yeah, something. he looks thirty-five. He's like twenty-five now, right? Yeah. And uh, it was his twenty-seventh birthday, and I thought, "Wow, that's younger than I thought." And then I thought, "Oh my heck, I'm also twenty-seven, and Stephen Adams is at least yeah. ten times the man I yeah. am." And it just it <laughs> it really made fa- me I, feel. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. It really made me feel bad about myself. I thought I'm growing a quarter of a beard. Um, I'm slightly overweight, a little pudgy. And here's Stephen Adams, incredibly handsome, can probably grow a mustache in three minutes. I guarantee he chops his own wood for his <laughs> cabin that he lives in. He would hunt a bear down for you. Lift your car kill... when you don't have a jack. You know? Yeah, just everyday things that a real man would do like why isn't he on like truck commercials and like jeans like <laughs> levi's needs they don't need blake griffin they need him you, you, he would actually be a great spokesman for jack link's beef jerky yes like because you know that's a real manly treat I, I hope a representative from Jack Link's Beef Jerky is listening right now. <laughs> and, and okay, here's the commercial pitch. Me and Stephen Adams. <laughs> and okay. Stephen Adams is eating Jack Link's Beef Jerky. And then I am eating the competitor. We'll call it Slim Jim. And they'll say, what kind of man do you really want to be? <laughs> this guy eating Slim Jim. Or this man eating Jack Links, and then it just cuts to him walking through the forest with a bear over his shoulders, and then, and then he leans down cut. and just catches a like three salmon in his hand, just snatches <laughs> yeah. them right out of the waterfall. Uh, so cut the royalties now. I'll take them. Oh man, that was good. A happy birthday to Stephen Adams, a man's man. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Basketball Bash. We really had a lot of fun putting it together for you. If you have any ideas of things you'd like us to talk about with this podcast or you have any questions about who we are and want to get to know us a little bit better, you can send us an email at bballbashbros at gmail.com. That's how you can get in touch with us. We'd love to hear your feedback or just see what ideas you want us to talk about. So anyway, a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy the next episode. It should be out in a week.